So hello, everybody. This is our first ever podcast. We are recording uh, virtually or remotely, whatever you want to call it. (laughs) (laughs) I am in my room, but I would like for Haley to explain where she's at to all the listeners because it's, it's something. Oh yeah. (laughs) If only you guys could see this right now. I am in my closet, but I wanted to get nice and cozy. So I brought a lot of my pillows in here. Um, I'm also in a lemon printed nightgown from Costco, living my best life. It's only 4.45 here. She's got some pillows around the floor. It's good. Yeah, it's yeah. like a hostage situation, but, you know. It's not. Yeah, it's not. Or is it? I mean, I'm comfortable, so I think it doesn't matter. <laughs> okay, well, um, she also has these really fancy headphones. Um, I think they're her husband's video gaming headphones, right? Oh, yeah, he's got he's got all the good stuff. Yeah, so I'm pretty jealous of her setup that she's got over here. Um. <laughs> So this is our first ever podcast and I am so excited, but you may hear my voice shaking a little bit because I am so nervous, <laughs> but that's okay. I will get through it. Um, I've got Haley on my side in her closet, so gotcha. it's all good. Yeah, she's got me. So um, we just wanted to introduce the podcast a little bit and then we'll go right into things. Um, so this is an advice podcast for teens to adults. You can submit a question in our Google form available in the description and on our Instagram page, young flirty and not thriving. Um, we would like to inform our listeners that all of our advice is solely from our own experience and does not replace that of a professional. We will always advocate for seeking professional help when necessary. We may cover sensitive subjects, but we will do our part to link timestamps, questions, and more in the description to know where to skip. Listener's discretion is always advised. So we've been friends for years, and we've really been able to find this lighthearted approach to different challenges that we faced. So with this podcast, we'll be talking about those different challenges, sharing funny stories from our past, but our main focus will be on giving advice to young adults, adults and even teens. Uh, We do welcome any and all questions ranging from light topics to serious discussions. Uh, When submitting your questions, you're welcome to remain anonymous. Details do help, but please keep your questions brief, and we'll talk about that a little bit later about how to submit questions and where to go. Yeah, so um, before we get started as well, there's one other thing. Um, I thought it would be important for us to introduce ourselves. That way you actually know who the heck you're listening to. And we understand that for this first podcast, we'll probably have just a lot of friends and family. Um, But this is for all of you, as well as any new listeners that may not know us. Um, So for me, I uh, got a bachelor's degree in child development, and I did some substitute teaching. I worked as an aide for children with disabilities, and I'm currently in my master's program uh, becoming a school counselor. And at the same time, this isn't for every school counseling program, um, but for this one specifically, we can also become LPCs, which are licensed professional counselors. So you think of like working in clinics, things like that. So I kind of am getting the best of both worlds. I can work with basically any age. Um, And then just some fun things. I enjoy reading and watching self-help. 
I love video games and reading and writing and crossing my fingers that I will be able to write at least one book one day. Um, and I just love self-growth. So I hope those kind of act as some, I guess, maybe more professional qualifiers for advice. Um, but then uh, personal ones, I thought it might be important to cover some of the topics that I've dealt with in my life. So um, I have always been single my whole life, contrary to other beliefs, but yes, I'm very single. <laughs> and, um, and I'm still working on navigating that, but I'm finding a way to love it. And, you know, at school and work, um, I've experienced a lot of death of loved ones, divorce, strengthening and losing friendships. I served an LDS mission for those who don't know what that is. Um, it's a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, where um, men and women leave for 18 months to two years to go and preach about what they believe. And so we may um, talk about some LDS subjects, but uh, we will do our best to, um, I guess, explain what those things mean for those who may not be LDS. And I went through a faith crisis and I'm kind of recovering from that and, and navigating that. I do a lot of traveling, um, so those might be fun to get some questions on and just so, so much more. And Haley, do you want to take a minute and introduce yourself? Yeah, so I have a bachelor's degree in elementary education. Um, and it's interesting because I didn't graduate and go straight into the education field. Um, I took a year and I was a program coordinator for a daycare, dabbled in real estate for a couple of years as an office manager, and then I'm finally starting my second, well, my second year teaching, but this will be my first year. That will be my first full year um, of teaching fourth grade. So I do have experience with just trying to figure out the world after college because I chose not to go straight to grad school. Um, I took some time off. I got married. Um, I am from South Carolina, so it was interesting going out to school with Rainy and being able to meet people that were not from the East Coast and just see the differences and how we grew up, but also the crazy way that I think that our religion and our upbringing still brought us together and we still have a lot of similarities even though you know we also have our differences. Like I said, um, I'm married. I've been married for about two years. My husband's name is Logan and Rainy actually played a big part. <laughs> And yes, I did <laughs> that relationship happen. So we'll definitely get into that a little bit later on, um, which I'm excited for. We have a lot of different stories. Oh, so excited. Um, so good. <laughs> but I come from a big family. I have four sisters. I have a lot of girls in my family. I've got, let's see, I've got four nieces. I have two nephews from Logan's side of the family. And then I have one nephew on the way from my side of the family. So I know all about the girl drama. I know all about big families and still trying to figure out boys. <laughs> um, so that was just a little bit about me. So uh, we want to start off our podcast with hot takes. So a hot take is basically an unpopular opinion or really just something that you feel you can talk passionately about, whether it's a serious subject 
or just something that is, you know, really lighthearted. So my hot take for today (laughs) is about Apple Watches on Bridesmaids. So I've seen some TikToks of people who are absolutely outraged at the idea of bridesmaids wanting to keep their Apple watches on. And I am not an Apple watch wearer. My husband is, but I know a lot of my teacher friends are so serious about wearing Apple watches. I mean, they have to have it on all the time. They have to have it on when we're out at recess, when we're testing and having to walk around. They are serious about getting those circles closed, Mm -hmm. about (laughs) meeting those daily goals. And I just think that they do not belong in weddings and that if a bride wants their bridesmaid to remove their Apple watch, you know, then they have every right to do so. But with that, you have the Apple watch tan. Oh, mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. especially around, uh, if you have like an outdoor wedding. Yes. Yeah. Oh, well, can't bring that to the honeymoon. Not sexy. <laughs> but even bringing it to the wedding, you've worn this Apple Watch yep. for years. You've been outside. Yep. All of a sudden, you take it off for this event, and it's like you've got a glowing white strip around you. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, like I would much rather have that in pictures and be able to ask my photographer to like Photoshop their wrist to be like a normal color than to have an Apple watch in my pictures. So our listeners should know that Haley is also a Samsung user. So she doesn't understand the Apple cults Um, that we're all a part of. (laughs) I have Google phones now. (laughs) It is a cult that I do not support (laughs) as I sit here recording on a MacBook. As I am on my iPhone and next to my iPad. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> when you get a part of it, it is everything to you. And you need to have that watch everywhere because if you don't have your phone on you, you've got your watch. And like a bride isn't going to be carrying her phone on her unless she puts it in. What is that called? It's that that thing that goes around their leg. The garter. <laughs> the, the garter. <laughs> The garter? Yeah. yeah. She, like, has her phone just, like, trapped in her garter. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I don't think she's going to be, like, whipping that out during her wedding. <laughs> but if she's got her watch, she can reference anything. Like, what if she's late for lunch? What if she needs to answer a call from her but mom? During what if she's stuck in the bathroom and her dress is, like, in the toilet? I don't know. She has that watch. But pictures. Pictures. During pictures, though. That's my main pictures. thing. Just taking it off during pictures. Yeah. But what if you have a photographer that is following you around or a videographer, they're going to have that watch on at certain times in certain pictures and not realize it if they're taking it on and off. Well, I say you have your set time when you're taking pictures. Um, We're all hanging out in the bridal suite or whatever. Everyone takes their watch off. We're all going to take pictures (laughs) for that hour time frame where we don't need a watch because you're going to have other people around you with access to the time, your photography, your photographer is going to have a watch on. So like at the end of the day, it's your wedding. And if you take longer taking pictures, then I think that's okay because it's your day. Yeah. Can that be like the replacement for say cheese is take your Apple watches off? Absolutely. I think that it should. And I will say my photographer for my wedding, she told me that she would yell at anyone I wanted her to when it came to like taking pictures right outside of our venue. So mm, I remember I got this, married yeah. at the temple. 
she was the one who said, absolutely no phones out. We don't want phones in the first picture of them kissing, walking out of the venue. After that, you can take your phones out. You can take pictures, but you're not getting in my way. And I said, I okay, for her. okay, yell at them all you want. She said, mm -hmm. you're my client. I'm taking pictures <laughs> for you. So I'm doing Respect. what you want. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. I love that for her. So I guess the general consensus is Apple Watch is okay if they're taken off with some pre-planned photography. Yes. That, yeah. So I guess if you want to throw it on for the reception to, you know, count those steps while you're dancing, go for it. You're the one that's going to look a little crazy in the reception pictures, but during formal okay. pictures. Yeah. During formal pictures. I mean, go ahead and take it, it is, it is their day. So I guess if they really, really must, if the Apple cult is so ingrained in their personality <laughs> that they have to have it at their wedding, then good on you. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> so that and is now, my hot take. I would like to wear an Apple watch to my future wedding just for Haley. I'm going to have a few pictures, a few really nice pictures with my watch. Those are, I mean, they're your wedding. Star of the show. You're the one paying yep. for it. <laughs> Thank you. Well, um, you know, this is completely on an opposite end, uh, but it kind of has to do with media. So my hot take is that I was just scrolling on Twitter this morning and Buzzfeed posted this article where they talked about Disney movies that had different storylines. And I will link that in the description so that you guys can go and look at all the other um, storylines that Disney and Pixar were supposed to have, but they Ooh. scrapped before they did the new ones. Um, the the one that I found the most interesting and I'm almost kind of sad that they didn't do it is originally, and this is, sorry, this is a quote from the article, but it says, originally Monsters, Inc. was going to be about an adult man who's haunted by different monsters. The monsters would have been fears that he never dealt with as a kid. And that kind of gives me like inside hmm. out vibes a little yeah. bit. What kind of value would that teach children about working through their problems with a trusted adult so that those don't grow into something else in their adulthood? And, you know, you could teach things about attachment theory and other stuff like that. I think this would have been really awesome to do. And don't get me wrong. I love Monsters, Inc. Okay. Yeah, that I know. show <laughs> is fantastic. Okay. We've got Boo. We've got Sully. We've got everyone. Um, Mike Wazowski, you know, it, the movie's iconic and I'm not going to say it's not because it is. Um, but I just wonder what this would have been like as maybe even like a spin-off or just a separate movie entirely. Mm -hmm. Who says monster movies have to be in just this one franchise, you know, in the Disney universe? Yeah. Why not do just another movie and yeah. make it about monsters haunting somebody's <laughs> they have problems as an adult oh my gosh I relate so hard I know. Um, <laughs> what do you think Kaylee well as you're reading that I thought of the movie soul have you seen that not yet but oh, it's okay you can you can give spoilers if you would like no I, I will be okay I can't I can't but you'll cry okay. you'll okay. cry but I mean I definitely think that I could see them doing this at some point because like you said, we have Inside Out. We have Soul now. I think that Disney is starting to, well, Disney and Pixar are starting to transition more into having, you know, some of those more serious films or films that they're able to, you know, 
address more sensitive issues in. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, I would love, I would love, love, love a movie that deals with, you know, overcoming your fears. But it also reminded me, and I was looking up on my phone, of a book called A Monster Calls. Hmm. And they made a movie out of it. I wasn't a big fan of the movie, but it's this boy who I believe has dreams where the tree that is outside of his house kind of speaks to him and is sort of this tree monster that helps him cope with um, his single mother who has terminal illness. Mm. And I mean, it's, it's a good read, but he kind of faces different fears and insecurities about that, you know, unforeseen future with his mother. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's, Sounds like a really interesting book. And of course, you know, uh, counselors saw the opportunity from inside out and just really grasped it like full throttle. Like they were like, <laughs> this is the movie. Yeah. And so, you know, when I hear about things like this or that book, I'm just, that makes me so excited that there's ways that we can teach children about those things that are more understandable for them. Um, and we may address this more on the podcast. But what we need to understand is that children have their own language. And when they play, um, how they communicate, they don't talk verbally. Like, yes, they do. But most of the time, they can't express their feelings, their fears. They can't process different things or understand how to do different things unless it's through play or something fun like a movie or a book. And so always looking for opportunities to introduce children to, I guess, these more fun ways of learning is really, really helpful. If you've got some kids of your own, look into getting that book, get inside out, you know, sit and have a discussion with them afterwards about what they thought or have them play it out with some, some dolls or something um, and just see, see what they're thinking. I love the idea and I think everybody should go back read the link in the description and leave us a comment about one of the other um, movies that would have interested you if they would have done it a different way. They've got Lilo and Stitch and Frozen and a few others. So yeah, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah, It's cool. So um, our next topic, we wanted to do one more thing outside of hot takes that we thought would be fun for viewers to kind of listen to. And it's kind of a play off of, this podcast, but it's called Thriving Not Thriving. And this is a segment where we just basically ask each other if we're thriving or not thriving this week and why. Um, so <laughs> I am personally not thriving because <laughs> I had a very traumatic experience happen to me yesterday. And oh no. I'm still upset. I've what been happened? thinking about it nonstop. Uh, if I hear buzzing, I jump. So basically our apartment complex has a pool and in the pool, there's all these bugs that kind of float on the surface. And listen, I don't like bugs, but like I can deal with it. It's outside. I just kind of push them away in the water and ignore them. And so while I was out there, I wanted to practice some front flips in the pool. I used to be able to do front flips and I kind of could do back flips. So I just wanted to practice my flips. You know, I was just having a good time. (laughs) Yeah. But I'm glad that no one else was out there. (laughs) No. (laughs) Because I flipped and as I was 
coming up from the surface of the water. I heard this buzzing in my ear and I started swatting at it like a demon. Like I was just, <laughs> I could not get the stupid buzzing out of my ear. So I'm sitting here swatting at it and trying to get it to go away. And, um, and I noticed that the buzzing kind of stopped and I was like, okay, so where's the bug? And I kind of looked around and I couldn't see it. Mm-hmm. And then um, I started kind of feeling around in my hair and it was in my hair. Oh my I gosh. I touched it on accident. Oh, my heart. I, oh, it was so gross. Um, so then I had a towel on the side of the pool. Um, long story short, I wear contacts. And so I use a towel to kind of wipe off my eyes if I go under the water so the chlorine doesn't get in. So I had this towel. And so I grabbed it and I kind of like put it on my hair and I scooped the bug out and just shook it out on the, on the cement. And well, only was it a bug, but it was a bee. <laughs> it was a full bee. I had a bee in my hair and I it didn't sting you. It. What? And it didn't sting you. It did not sting me, which thankfully, um, I think a lot of that has to do with me flailing around um, like a heathen. Um, yeah. I think I accidentally drowned it in the process. Yeah, you probably did the poor thing. It was, it was self-defense. Do not sue me, your honor. I calling PETA self-defense. So <laughs> that was my uh not thriving moment of yesterday um how about you Haley are you thriving Um, or not thriving you know for right now I'm gonna say I'm thriving because I had a doctor's appointment today to get contacts and I was so proud of myself um I was able to get my contacts in and out and my entire appointment lasted only I think like 30 maybe 40 minutes and that even included like just trying to figure out which type I wanted but I was only back there for like maybe 20 minutes trying them you know trying to take them in or put them in trying to take them out so I'm gonna say I'm thriving but you know I still have them in um and it's not bedtime yet so I have not had to take them Mm. back out (laughs) That's good. That's good. That's fine. That I will not be thriving um, in about five hours, but <laughs> I'll keep you guys posted. <laughs> I'm the last um, one and out of all of my sisters to get contacts just because yeah. I just yeah, I was going to ask why. See it, you know, as a big deal. And I, I like my glasses, but. You and know. by the way, she looks really cute in glasses. So I, I don't do. blame her. See, it's so hard. And now I'm like, everyone's gonna see my big old face, my big old head. Now that I can't hide behind my glasses, I have to wear eyelashes. Cute head. I have to such a cute head now and wear mascara before I could just hide behind my glasses. You wanna know what, Haley? Speaking of makeup, your makeup routine is going to change like exponentially. It is going to be so much better now that you have contacts. Like game changer putting on mascara putting on eyeshadow I mean this is coming from somebody who is um really close to being legally blind I'm pretty sure 
Um, <laughs> I cannot see I have see seen you anything. put makeup on before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you've seen it. I've seen I have it. to sit five inches away from the mirror. I'm like, uh, people can't see this, but I have my hand right in front of my face, and that's <laughs> about right where it's not blurry. Um, I promise it is life-changing, and for all of our listeners, if you are privileged enough to be able to afford contacts, because we understand that that is a privilege, please get some, because it's going to make your life 10 times better. No, I'm excited. It's It's great. (laughs) So, yep, thriving right now. Like I said, I'll keep you guys posted. There's a chance I won't be. All right, so let's go ahead and jump into our question. So these came from our Instagram post that we made the first day when we announced the podcast. First question that we had was, how did you two meet? Now this is a big story, a lot of little bullet points and side it's stories. It's good, though. It is good. It is so, so we, entertaining. I mean, we had to really think it through. Because there's so much more that we could add, but like we just couldn't take away certain things. So for starters, I wish that I remembered the first time that we met, but because of like circumstances, I I mean, we just, we just don't remember it. (laughs) But essentially we went to college together and we went to Brigham Young University. So mainly members of the Church of Jesus Christ, Latter-day Saints, LDS members live there, and you are essentially put into kind of like a social group depending on where you live, and your group like gets together weekly, and it's kind of a way for you to have kind of like a go-to like support group, people to hang mm-hmm. out with, kind of like a forced friendship <laughs> in a way. Yes, which is exactly <laughs> what ours was. So um, there- It's called Family Home Evening, yes. by the way, guys. Yeah. So the idea is you get together once a week and you've got a couple of like female apartments and a couple of male apartments and they all meet up. So Rainy was in the same FHE group as my ex who, gosh, I thought about so many nicknames. (laughs) Um, And well, I guess, I don't know if we'll keep this in the podcast, but uh, because of another nickname, I wanted to kind of play off of it. So I'm thinking a toe for the gopher. Oh my God. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Sorry, I was not expecting this. We had another nickname we had talked about last night. This is the first time I am hearing it. So that's why I screamed a little because I was not anticipating that. Oh my gosh, Haley. Sorry, you guys probably don't understand what's going on with that, but it is very yeah. revealing. <laughs> so um, I would like join in on their weekly activities. Rainy was a part of that group, but like at the time, I mean, did you know my name? No, I didn't. I actually refer to her as a Topher the Gophers <laughs> girlfriend. That was her name. Yeah. That was her so, name. I didn't even know. Who, yeah. Who's Haley? What's uh, nope, that name? Nope. I don't know. <laughs> so I was living in a different apartment complex, so I wasn't in their like organized FHE group. So I would tag along, but after that semester, I moved into that apartment complex and um, ended up moving in across from Rainy. So we 
like went to church together. We were in the same, you know, ward or congregation together at church. And so Rainy and I didn't really, I wouldn't say that we didn't get along at first, but we, we, just, like, we didn't really vibe. Not that, you know, we ever really thought much of each other, <laughs> but it was just like, we were friends. Girlfriend. Yeah, we weren't friends from the get go. So all I remember from that semester was we were trying to plan a trip with all of the girls in our church ward. And we were trying to figure out a time to go somewhere. And someone suggested, oh, well, let's go early in the morning before everyone has class and work. And let's go at like 5 or 6 a.m. I don't know if it was that early. Maybe. It was. Okay. It was. Trust me. I remember. And everyone was like, oh yeah, we're going to have like this great spiritual experience and, you know, we're going to sacrifice and wake up early. And Rainey's like, um, that does not work for me. I am not going. <laughs> we're going that way. I needed my sleep. <laughs> and I just remember thinking, okay, well, she's complicated. <laughs> and were you wrong? Listen, okay, I need to give my side here. Okay, 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 go for it. Because everyone's out here saying this, that we're going to go at like 6 a.m., literally the butt crack of dawn. I was not here for it. I was struggling. I needed my sleep. Literally, we could go any other time. Why not go at night? I don't know. Why do we have to get up when the literal chickens get up? We don't have to. That's not... point. Yes. And so I was, it's fine. So after I complained a little bit, um, we decided, I think we pushed it to 8 a.m. And I went to, it was, we were actually going to the temple and we were going to do this collaborative temple thing. And um, I went there and I'm sitting in the foyer, 8 a.m. I was ready to go. I was like, I'm going to prove to this Topher's girlfriend that I can actually do this and get up early. (laughs) Not as early as she wanted, but I will be there. I was the first one there. I am waiting and waiting and waiting. 15 minutes go by, 20 minutes go by. No one is coming. Where is everybody? I was (laughs) like, the heck? I check my phone. And I think I texted everyone. I'm like, where is everyone? Everyone canceled. Everyone bailed. So I'm the only one who complained. And I'm the only one who showed up. And no (laughs) one else did. So it was... It was a really rough uh, day for me. I was very upset and I was like, I don't understand this ward, but it's okay. I actually really love all the girls from that ward. So it's fine now. (laughs) What? (laughs) I forgot. Um, This also happened. I was in charge of planning an activity with all the girls and I had to get supplies for s'mores. I didn't have a car at the time and Rainy did. Somewhere along the lines of like, oh yeah, I can definitely take you. And then it was probably like 15 minutes before we were supposed to go. And Rainy was like, I had a bad day, so I'm not taking you anymore. That that Um, sounds like me. Yeah. Yeah. So we went through that semester. Like I said, just didn't really vibe, didn't make a connection. But by the end of that semester, that relationship with a good old Topher ended. (laughs) And I was invited to go swimming with his roommates, which included my now husband, Logan, and Rainy and a couple of our friends. And so... After we finished swimming, which 
I'll go back to the whole hugging thing. And yeah, afraid. yeah, we can't forget but, that. But um, after we finished swimming, we drove back to our apartment complex, and or no, it may have even been when we pulled up. That yeah, right? it was on the way. It okay. was on the way because I was okay. trying to be a good friend. <laughs> yeah. So Rainey's like, "Hey, um, is everything okay with you know you and?" toe for the gopher (laughs) because I saw him on tinder last night and like I just wanted to let you know because I didn't know what was going on with you two and I was like no I got dumped two days ago but like thanks for telling my my ex is already on tinder (laughs) oh I always tell Rainy um not the best place to do it because we were literally in the car with like three other people but I was like if he's cheating I gotta tell her I, I, I gotta make this better. So I was thinking uh, last night when I was making notes on this that, you know, mm-hmm. that's when I knew that I could trust Rainy. But that's also when I questioned her sanity. I'm like, this girl really thinks that she could just bring <laughs> things up like that in front of everyone. But it's okay. You know, she she's looking out for me. But uh, on that little swimming trip, we had one of our yes. friends who uh, was maybe a little more conservative or shy. And so I think what, Rainy, you had maybe jumped off of the rock, like and yeah, I well, I went to jump, and your now husband Logan was like, I was freaking out because it was kind of it's not like a huge cliff, but like when you when you're at the bottom, it doesn't look like it is. But then when you get up to the top, it's like, oh my gosh, that is so far down. And he comes running up. He is ready to push me off this literal (laughs) cliff into the water. I was like, absolutely not. So I just took the plunge. And then when I got down, that's where she was already. Okay. So, you know, Rainy has overcome this big fear. (laughs) but also panicking and she's looking around and she's like, I just, I need a hug. I need a hug. And so she looks over to one of our friends and she's like, will you hug me? Who I think was she your roommate at the time? Yep. Okay. So girl that you have known for what, four months at least. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like it wasn't too weird. And what does she say to you? She says, don't hug me. That's awkward. We're basically naked. And it wasn't a joke, not a joke at all. She was like, I don't feel comfortable. There's way too much skin showing. Our skin should not be touching in that way. (laughs) (laughs) So then I had to hug her. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So apparently um when you wear a swimsuit you are now naked in case anybody was wondering yeah so yeah but you know um I guess that was her questioning my sanity as well and to this day I'm pretty sure everyone still questions it so it's all good at least I'm consistent you know yeah that yep consistency is key But uh, that was the, like, last weekend of the semester. We all went home. Well, I went home for what we have that's called a seven-week break in between our spring slash summer semester before the fall semester starts. So I come back in the fall. We're neighbors again. And then we just click one day. I'm invited over to a movie night. And it was Tangled, wasn't it? Maybe. I'm pretty sure it was Tangled. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, one of the first weekends of the semester, and we formed this large friend group. We hung out all the time, but looking at that huge friend group that we had back then, Rainy and I have been able to maintain our friendship since then. So we became friends in 2017. I graduated Mm -hmm. 2018, and Rainy and I have not seen each other since March or April of 2018. It's been years. We have had a long-distance friendship 
friendship for over three years. And it's absolutely tiring. I make jokes all the time. So if you guys hear this, um, don't take it weird, but I make jokes all the time about how I'm going to live with Haley and um, we're going to kick Logan into the guest room and I'm going to share her room with her because that's what true friends do. I mean, so, it only makes sense. It only makes sense. <laughs> yeah. And then speaking of Logan, that semester I came back, um, Logan had moved to a different apartment complex, but we were all still friends and I had started to develop a little crush on Logan over that seven week break that I was home. I remember my birthday was the weekend before I drove back out and he commented on my Facebook post and told me happy birthday. And I, wow. And his birthday was two weeks before mine. So I told him happy birthday on his Facebook page, you know, so romantic. that was really cute. But I had been thinking about him for a couple weeks. I had been like changing. Logan is seven years older than me. So I had to go through all of my dating apps and change my age range (laughs) to make it older because I was trying to get him to pop back up so that we could maybe match and go on a date because I didn't feel comfortable just reaching out and asking him out. But that never happened, which I think I asked Logan one time and he just never lowered his age range <laughs> young enough to be able to find me. But like oh I was actively seeking him out, but I didn't tell anyone. <laughs> so one day Rainy and I are getting in the car after going grocery shopping and she's like, I think I'm going to set you up with Logan. <laughs> Is that cool with you? Listen, I have no filter. And I'm like, so. Logan who? What? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. Acting like he didn't know anything. <laughs> yeah. So she texts Logan and said, hey, can I set you up on kind of a blind date, but with someone that you know? And I think he said something along the lines of, sure, but who is it? (laughs) Yeah, I was not getting away with that. And then you said my name, and I think he said, oh, yeah, like, you know, I'd love to take her out. So we went on our first date, and I made sure to order dessert, which he offered. I got an appetizer, Mm -hmm. I got an entree, and and I got a dessert on a first date. That's yep. rare. That is good. Um, that is good. Those are bonus buy. points. You know, there are some yeah. cheap boys. I had a boy once ask me to order a kid's meal from Chick-fil-A oh. instead of a normal meal because he was balling on a budget. <laughs> hey, it's okay. I had a guy give me a lot of crap because I didn't finish my Applebee's two for 20 meal and <laughs> He was like, I'm already spending so much money on you tonight. So you need to finish it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And just like give me grief. So we need a whole episode on bad dates. Oh, 100%. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I made sure to order a larger slice of chocolate cake after dinner. And I don't even know if I took like a bite or two at the restaurant. I knew that Logan didn't like chocolate cake, but he was cool with me getting my own slice. And I took it home to Rainy. And the second Logan dropped me off at my apartment, I ran over to her apartment. (laughs) We ran into her room. I think Rainy ate the majority of the chocolate cake. Of course. I just gushed. Yeah. Yeah. And it was good because that was kind of my payment for what I did for Haley. So you're welcome. Um, (laughs) I had told her. I said before you go, because I was kind of helping her before she left. Um, yeah. We were kind of hanging out, and she had to look at the menu beforehand, you know, like yes, all of us do. No, that's absolutely me. Everywhere I go, yeah. 
I have to. Yeah, no, it's important. It's important. You got to know what you're getting. And so I was, listen, I don't care what happens, but I need you to bring me back some cake. I've got to have some. (laughs) And she did. And the irony is I am now mostly gluten-free, but that cake is living rent-free in my head. Mm -hmm. And I was going to make another comment real quick too about Logan being older because I just remembered this. But we used to call, like, once Logan and Haley kind of really started getting serious, the whole group would call them grandma and grandpa. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Logan's age. And because Haley wore the absolute best old lady sweaters, there was even a point where she went to Costco. It was Costco, right? It was Costco. Um, She went to Costco, and there was literally an 80-year-old lady in the exact same sweater as her. And I was like, yep, that's grandma and grandma. I I still have that video saved. Uh, Maybe I'll have to post it on Instagram. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. If you guys want to see it, let us know. We'll we'll show you. It was, it's pretty fantastic. So... (laughs) Should we move on to the next question real yeah, quick? Yeah, go for it. Before we have to end. I know, this went by really fast. It did. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we've got a lot to talk about. I mean. So <laughs> now our second question came from a friend of ours, and we know that he wants to be famous, so we had to uh, debate whether to post this or not. Um, <laughs> it took us a long time. Right. We thought about it very strenuously, and we decided that, okay, fine, we we will sort of give him the clout, but without Are we mentioning, mentioning her name? name. Okay. Okay. That's what I was wondering. Are we yep. mentioning his name? No. I think he has to no. work for it. We'll see. He has to work for it. So if he's listening, which we already know he is, uh, you need to probably give us 10 bucks each. Make sure you text us all of the things you love about us. And anything else? Any other requests, Haley? I mean, I'd go for another chocolate cake. Yeah. Oh, make mine gluten-free. You're, so you're yeah, going to have to send two. Mm-hmm. His question was, how did we decide to do the podcast? And this is kind of a weird way. I feel like everything in our life just starts out really weird. So <laughs> it's all <Yeah>. good. <laughs> but because Haley and I are long distance, I'm in Idaho. She's in um, South Carolina. We talk all the time. And we'll get into this at some point in the podcast, but I was going through a really, really rough time a couple of years ago and she was just there for me so much. And, and I think that helped a lot too. So a lot of our <laughs> conversations ended up turning into like two, three hour therapy sessions, either for me oh, yeah. or for her. It was fantastic. <laughs> and that's still how it is. We would say all the time, gosh, somebody should listen to us. We're kind of funny. Uh, <laughs> So narcissistic, but so uh, yeah, so love good. that for us. And then the other thing too, I I completely forgot about this too. When we first met, we kind of did the same thing, our little three-hour therapy sessions, but they were always at midnight. Haley would come into my room and it was really late at night, and she would vent to me while I sat and stared at myself in the mirror that sat across yeah. from me. We had we had the seating position. Oh yeah. So I was on the left. I always sat there and she went and sat on the right. And these rooms were really small, so there wasn't a lot of wiggle room. So my bed was behind me. That made it easy for me to prop my back up yep. but where I sat made me sit directly across <laughs> the mirror well so, like so I promise I was listening but it uh, looked like I don't know I, just <laughs> I mean there were times I was just fully sobbing and I'd look up and you're just like doing your full skincare routine and the no. <laughs> 
I can listen while I'm doing my skincare. You, do, okay. you always listen. You always listen. <laughs> yes, I'm always here. You know, we've got these therapy sessions going on. I always wanted to do something where I give advice. You know, I had talked about um, earlier wanting to write a book, stuff like that. And I think for me, I was like, I really want to do something where I can give help to other people. I can give advice. And Haley, of course, has, you know, she listened to a lot of the things I was going through and she gave me such good advice all the time. I'm just such a good listener. And I think that's kind of where that almost established. And Haley talked about how it was nice for her to have a side project with someone else to help with accountability of doing something. And it's just nice, especially as somebody who's single, I think sometimes I can get lonely or like up and being on my own. I live by myself right now. And that can be kind of tough. And having something I look forward to and work for, it makes me feel good helping others. I think this is, was just a really good opportunity. Kind of thrown around doing a podcast and then I actually got invited. I think this will be out by the time my other podcast is out. If it's not, I'll find a way for you guys to listen. But I'm actually going to be a guest on another podcast by Richard Osler called Listen, Learn, and Love. When I got invited to do this podcast, I had no idea we were going to do a podcast, but we kind of started talking about it and we're like, maybe we really should do this. And, and I think it was him asking that just for whatever reason that pushed us. So um, it's where Young, Flirty, and Not Thriving kind of originated. Where the name came from, because I, I came up with the name and Haley made the graphic, which she's done such an excellent job on the graphics. I wish I had oh, her thanks. talent. It's so good. <laughs> it, they're so cute. But for me, I came up with Young, Flirty, and Not Thriving, because first of all, 13 going on 30. So we've got to have pop culture references in there. Of course. Um, one of the best movies of all time. <laughs> I think you can agree. Yeah. But in this movie, a big part of it is that the premise is she wanted to grow up and have this whole different life. She was just so unhappy with how her life was at the time. And then she went back and she realized actually it was just what she wanted. And this is different for us. We are grown up or yeah. at least the majority of the listeners will be life you can't really rush it like that. You can't change it. So it's learning to live in the here and now and navigate kind of the harder times. We want this to be a comfortable space where just think of us as a couple of your friends that you can ask for some advice, a couple girlfriends, and we'll do our best to help. Life gets hard. It can be really stressful. And I know Haley and I have both had some really hard moments in our lives. And we found that talking to each other and using humor to cope and things like that have really helped and we think that that will be good for our listeners as well yeah. um Haley is there anything you would like to add to that before we move on to our last question I mean I think that you explained everything really well especially that focus on making it a comfortable space and that's why we've gone through and on our Instagram page we now have the option through our Google forms to submit questions anonymously so I know that like you said a lot of our friends and family will be some of our first listeners and they still may not feel fully comfortable submitting questions, even though we won't be sharing their names or information. They may not be comfortable with us even knowing that they're asking the question. So I really like that we've added that into our form so that, you know, people feel fully comfortable to ask 
any type of question that you want. So I was thinking, yep. we will have no idea it's you if you don't want no. us to. Not at all. I mean, even if it's just a conversation that you're having with your friends or your partner or your family, and maybe you have your own hot take or unpopular opinion, or you're debating something, mm -hmm. submit those questions. I mean, I think that that could start a fun conversation, interesting conversation between, you know, not just the two of us, but everyone else who is listening. Yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. So um, I'll go ahead and finish with the last question for this episode. So this is what a typical question will be like. This was submitted by someone. So I know the first two questions really focused around getting to know us a little bit better and kind of understand the reasons behind the podcast. But this question specifically was just submitted as a normal question that wasn't focused on the beginning of the podcast or how we started. Our question is, how do I know if I am not mentally healthy? Of course, we are not professionals. So... <laughs> I'm getting there. <laughs> this is yes, there. yes. So <laughs> I am certainly not technically qualified to be answering any of these questions. I'm just giving you my two cents. I am going to share resources. So the main resource that I used uh, when researching this question specifically was Dr. Emma Hepburn, who is a clinical psychologist. And I found her on Instagram. So her handle is at the psychology mum. So M-U-M on Instagram. And I'll make sure to link that in the, in the episode description. But she talks a lot about how oftentimes we imagine two different groups of people when we're talking about mental health. We consider those who are mentally ear, <laughs> mentally ill and on that severe <laughs> side of the spectrum and then those who are not. She even shared an example of thinking, oh, well, those people who have extreme bipolar disorder or those who are schizophrenic those people are mentally ill and either you're mentally ill or you're not. But the reality is we all have our mental health to take care of. Just like we all have our physical health. We have to take care of ourselves physically. We also have to take care of ourselves mentally. And of course, everyone is different, but we all experience mental health challenges in our own ways. So we are all on this spectrum and our mental health it's just constantly fluctuating during different points of our life, especially when it comes to factors in our mental health that are out of our control. So for me, after looking through Dr. Hepburn's Instagram, I started to notice that there was a lot of conversations about just being able to self-assess and notice that if you're struggling in multiple areas of your life, so for example, if you're struggling with building and maintaining strong relationships or having mm -hmm. the ability to communicate with others, the ability to focus and complete everyday tasks, whether it's your schoolwork or if you are now in the professional field, being able to just complete those daily tasks or manage daily stressors, not managing you know, stress that comes from outside factors and life experiences, but just daily things that come up. If you find yourself struggling in multiple areas, then from my understanding, that is when it's time to really self-assess and determine whether or not you're interested in getting professional help. But at the end of the day, I mean, I would recommend working with your primary care physician and I will even link a good self-assessment tool that I was able to find where you're able to click through and really think about 
you know, how you are on a daily basis with things. Because at the end of the day, there is no normal. You're constantly changing. And I think that it's hard to determine overall mental illness or mental health from from an outside perspective as someone who has never been diagnosed with anything. So it's hard for me to speak on that from my own personal experiences. But Rainy, do you have anything that you can yeah. suggest? Yeah, of course. Unfortunately, I'm on the opposite end. I have had situational anxiety, situational depression. I've I've had to be in and out of counseling a few times. Uh, they're looking at doing a ADHD test on me in a couple months. So I have struggled with some some mental health diagnosable issues. And I think Haley really hit it on the head. I kind of know when I'm not doing well. And, and it is hard to recognize the times, but I kind of know when I'm falling into a slump, when my room starts to get really messy, when I'm not eating just normal meals and just snacking all day. If I haven't gone outside in five or six days and, you know, just spend all the, all of my time watching TV, um, not wanting to talk to anyone. I just know that that's kind of when I start to uh, get down. And, and so watching for those signs, I think it's also important to establish the differences between extroverts and introverts. So extroverts, we, we all have an, something that gives us energy, right? And so, um, and there are ambiverts that, that have both, but um, for the most part, extroverts need to be around people and that gives us energy that kind of makes us happier. Even if we're not doing anything with them, if we're just around and out. Uh, around people. Introverts need space away from people to kind of recharge. And and you can just think of it like recharging a battery. For me, like I know when I'm hiding away from people and I'm secluding myself, that's when I start, I'm like, oh, something's not right because I'm not being around people. But for uh, introverts, maybe it's the opposite. Maybe they're spending too much time around people and they're never getting a break. And then the last thing I wanted to add, in my field, we talk a lot about burnout and the importance of that because if we burn out as counselors, we're going to have a really hard time helping other people if we're if our mental health is not in line. A lot of those symptoms of burnout are kind of the same thing. Uh, do we want to talk to people? Do we want to get out of bed? Do we want to go to work? It's really important for us to kind of always self-assess where's our emotions at. I use an emotion tracker, so I made it myself. Yeah, I made it myself where most days are neutral, so those, that's gray. If I've had a bad day, it's red, and if I've had just like the worst day ever, it's black. And then if I've had a like a pretty good day, it's green. And then the best days ever are yellow. And it's kind of fluctuated all over the place, but it's been really cool to look at because at the beginning of this year, I was having a really hard time and it's kind of been in the red and black a little bit. But now I, I see almost just all green. It's just always green. And that's been really cool to see that kind of transform and change. And that doesn't mean there's not still some red days. It has become better. And so that's a great way to assess yourself. The other thing that they say too is watch how we talk to clients. But I think you can apply this to anything. If you feel like you're getting really snippy or like you're just on edge all the time, like everything and everybody just kind of annoys you and just makes you mad. Some people think of that as like a quirky personality trait, mm -hmm. but normally that's that's an indicator that that there's something putting you off and you need to either talk to somebody or vent in a journal 
or something and and work on your mental health. It, that's just super, super important. And that's all I have to say. So Haley, do you want to close us out? Yeah. Dr. Hepburn, so closing out that question even, has a lot of great resources uh, over on her Instagram page. So like I said, that'll be linked in our episode description. And she also has a free ebook slash workbook, I believe, that is over on that Instagram. So definitely recommend that to anyone. I know that it's specifically geared towards parents or children, but what she does is she draws kind of her feelings or thoughts on mental health so that it's something that is much more easier to grasp and understand. But to wrap out our first episode, uh, thank you so much everyone who has come to support us excited for everything that we have planned we will put a whole lot of information in the description for you guys to be able to find us over on instagram and be able to submit questions and we look forward to hearing everyone's thoughts on this episode and we're excited to continue to hopefully make you guys laugh Maybe we'll make you guys cry at some point. We'll see. We'll see. I cry all the time, so it's <laughs> yeah. good. It's a common um, thing for us. And real quick, uh, we wanted to let you know, and this is subject to change, but for now, every podcast will be available on Thursdays. So that's, that's yes. when we'll be uploading them. Yes, I know. We've got to think of something with, you know, Thursdays. Not, not thriving Thursdays. Not thriving Thursdays. I love it. Not oh thriving gosh. Thursdays. Yes, that was quick. I love that. So we will see you guys next Thursday. All right. Bye. Bye.